right. Uh, my name is Sean Barnes, S-H-O-N-B-A-R-N-E-S. I'm the chief of police for the Madison Police Department. Uh, the purpose of this media briefing is to give an update on the incident that occurred uh, on Friday in the 3500 block of East Washington Avenue. On Friday, our community was reminded that lives can change in a matter of minutes. In just 13 minutes, our detectives were notified of a homicide suspect in our city, received information that he was armed, spotted the suspect, and followed him into a local business along the 3500 block of East Washington Avenue where officers encountered the suspect. To best understand how Friday's events unfolded, I want to share more information about a homicide that occurred on Richard Street last week. Early Wednesday morning, witnesses reported hearing a loud domestic argument between a man and a woman. The witness reported being concerned when she did not see the woman later in that day. Ultimately, we were dispatched to do a welfare check on the home. Officers were able to see a woman, Ms. Christian Schmidt, face down in the apartment and the officers forced entry. Pending toxicology reports, her preliminary cause of death was manual strangulation. Detectives quickly identified Justin P. Kopmeyer as the suspect. He and Christian were in a dating relationship when this incident occurred. Our department released a bulletin about him shortly before he was spotted near the business. Officers attempted to dialogue and de-escalate with the suspect who was armed and had displayed his weapon. An officer attempted to use a taser, but the taser was ineffective. Both Kottmeyer and the officer fired their weapon inside the gas station. Kottmeyer retreated to a bathroom where officers reported hearing two gunshots. Officers later found Mr. Kottmeyer dead in the bathroom of the store from an apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound. Because an officer fired their weapon, the Wisconsin Department of Justice's Division of Criminal Investigation is leading the investigation. Further information about what happened inside the business will come from that agency, and that includes any type of conclusions that or questions that you may have. Both MPD officers are on administrative leave and DCI will release the names of those who are involved. One of the officers involved has been with the Madison Police Department for 13 years. The other police officer has been with the Madison Police Department for four years. Both are members of our SWAT team and both recently underwent uh, de-escalation training. We recognize that this is a traumatic event for many in our community. We had community members who had to run out of the store with their arms up. We had people living nearby, seeing and observing a large police presence and our SWAT officers surrounding this business. We had drivers concerned about seeing a large police presence and streets block on East Wash during our busy rush hour. We hope, to, we hope that you will reach out to someone if you are struggling trying to make sense of this incident. I want to thank the officers, the brave men and women of the Madison Police Department for their quick response minutes uh, matter. 
matter very much during these emergencies, and they are dangerous situations. I thank our officers for their bravery and for their courage. I also want to thank the officers who manned the perimeter for hours in the cold and snow, as well as our command staff members who came in to help organize this event. I want to give a special thanks to the employees of the business who worked with us uh, to give us valuable information and also to ensure the safety of the customers. With me today uh, is Ms. Shannon Berry. Uh, she works with uh, victims of domestic violence. I'll allow her to come up and explain to you who she is and why I invited her. Ms. Berry. Thank you, Chief. Good afternoon, everyone. Um, as you heard, I'm Shannon Berry. I'm the Executive Director of DAYS, Domestic Abuse Intervention Services. Um, I want to extend my deep appreciation to Chief Barnes for the invitation to be here today. Madison has lost two women to domestic violence in the last week within just a couple of days of one another. They leave behind family members, children, friends, and neighbors who loved them. These women are not just statistics. They were human beings living complex lives like the rest of us and doing the best that they could. Domestic violence is an epidemic everywhere, including here in Dane County. One in four women and one in seven men will experience domestic violence, uh, physical or sexual assault by an intimate partner at some point in their lifetime. Domestic violence victims are six times more likely to be murdered by their abusers when attempting to leave the relationship than at any other time. And that is why it is so crucial as a collective community that we all work together to ensure that no matter where a victim or survivor seeks help, they are met with compassion and not blame, that they are believed and not judged, and that they are supported and not ignored. When we hear of tragedies like this, it can all seem very overwhelming and insurmountable. However, every person in our community has a role to play in addressing domestic violence. If you are worried about someone in your life, please reach out to them. Let them know that you care about them. Provide them with local resources. If you need help in figuring out how to approach someone that you're worried about, please call the days, uh, please call days yourself at our 24-hour helpline, which is 608-251-4445, or our 24-hour text line, which is 608-420-4638. One of our highly trained advocates is there to assist people. Every person can be a voice of change standing up against domestic violence in all of its forms. Talk with young people in your life about what healthy relationships based in mutual respect look like. Educate yourself about um, relationship violence and this pervasive issue. Be a visible ally to those experiencing domestic violence, letting them know that the violence is not their fault and that help is available. Learn how to be a, an effective bystander intervening when you hear or see harmful messages that support intimate partner violence in our community. And share information about resources available across Dane County from organizations like DAYS, Unidos Against Domestic Violence, the Rape Crisis Center, and others. And most importantly, if you see or hear something concerning and believe someone is being attacked, please call 911. You may save a life. Again, I wish to thank Chief Barnes for the invitation to be here today. And on behalf of all of us at DAYS, I also wish to thank every person at MPD for their continued work to support victims of domestic violence and their children. Thank you. Thank you so much. Shane. Thank you. Thank you so much. Take a few questions. Uh, Chief, can you explain um, if one of the officers who fired at Kottmeyer, did he, was he successful at striking Kottmeyer? So was Kottmeyer hit by um, a bullet? 
Well, we'll have to wait until we see the uh, reports from the medical examiner, but we believe that he was successful in firing that round. However, it was not uh, incapacitating. Okay. Can you say anything more about the tip that you got that the person Hotmeyer <coughs> was in that area? Who called it in? Or who told well, I can't tell you who, who told us that, but uh, officers and detectives have been working on it the entire uh, we had worked with other law enforcement agencies. Uh, we had found the vehicle that was involved uh, in another jurisdiction and just started putting the pieces together and really calling anyone uh, who may have been in, in that circle. There could have been people in the circle that wasn't aware, which is why you want to give them a call and say, hey, we're looking for this person. Do you know anything about it? And it almost simultaneously from the time that we were where we thought he may be to the time that we spoke to someone that uh, that knew that he was there. So, yes. Were either of the two officers who are now on leave ever discharged before for the department? Not that I'm aware of, no. Do you say if they're men or women? The, uh, the officers are men. Thank you so much. Um, does anyone have any other questions for Shannon? Yes, yes. Last week there were two, um, you know, other women, two women in total in the last week. Were they, you know, do they live in Dane County? Were they Madison women? Uh, so they were both women who lived in Madison. One was murdered in Beloit on February 20th um, and by, by an abuser that she had filed a, rest a temporary restraining order against. Um, unfortunately, the injunction restraining order was not granted. Um, however, it's my understanding that she was not able to make it to the injunction hearing, which is very common that they'll dismiss injunctions. But she was actually murdered in Beloit. Sure, yeah. And Chief, can you follow up with that? Did sure. you, did MPD know of Kottmeyer as a previous abuser? Was he on your radar at all? Uh, he was not on our radar, but we did some research and found that there was one additional call on Christmas Day uh, to the house. Officers responded. He was not there. We did not encounter him, but officers did refer those charges to the district attorney. But unfortunately, uh, the victim in this case uh, refused to cooperate, therefore the charges uh, were dropped. And that does happen from time to time. We do encourage um, victims to go through with the process because it's so very, very important. Do you want to speak on that a little bit? Sure. Um, I think that it's very common for victims in these situations to recant. So there might be a situation that's highly volatile where they may reach out to law enforcement. And then when law enforcement um, arrives, they might have had second thoughts. So even from that moment of reaching, reaching out to 911 and then thinking through it, I think it's really important to understand that domestic violence does not happen in a vacuum. It is um, an issue that takes a long time. I mean, no domestic violence or no violent relationship starts with violence. It starts with the honeymoon stage, um, and there's typically a long history. Um, abusers work very hard to isolate their victims from other people so that they're kind of the only person in that uh, person's head and they start you know people start internalizing those messages so unfortunately recanting is not uncommon um, and there's a lot of reasons for that including safety as I mentioned you know victims are six times more likely to be murdered when trying to leave the situation than at any other time and they have likely heard from their abusers if you tell anyone I'm going to kill you I'm going to kill parent your parents your children your companion animals I'm gonna hurt people in your life and so those messages can start really uh, becoming very pervasive so unfortunately not uncommon. Um, what were the charges that were dropped after that December? Uh, there would have been do domestic violence charges. Okay. Yes. So it was a domestic disturbance call That's uh, on Christmas with the same victim who That's was correct. killed Wednesday. That's correct. Do you know Thank how long they were dating for? Sorry. No, go ahead. Do you know how long they were dating for? I do not, no. no. I do not. How did officers respond to the other customers who were inside the quick trip when this event happened? 
how did they respond yeah, to the other, other involved? yeah we could see that there were other customers involved uh, when the officers came in I mean you really don't need the officers to tell you to leave but they all, everyone got out uh, with their hands up they followed the instructions uh, of the officers and everyone cooperated which made everything go really really smooth well the quick event from the time we discovered that he was there to the time um, the officers encountered him but overall it was definitely not a quick event we want to make sure that number one uh, the suspect was indeed incapacitated uh, and so we used some technology to do that uh, but no we wanted to make sure that everything and, and again it's a crime scene we don't know how long it extends and so we want to make sure that we were doing our due diligence before we turned it over to dci are there children inside the truck at the time i'm not aware all right thank you